0: today on CityCast Denver. Amanda Sawyer is a council person, but she's also a mom. And when she found out that her 12-year-old daughter was being introduced to vaping through TikTok, she decided to do something about it. Thanks, Mr. Chair. Um, Welcome, everyone. And that made a lot of people angry. This is the busiest we have seen chambers in over a year. So you know this is a big topic. Today on the show, I'm talking to Denver Post reporter Noelle Phillips, who's been covering this legislation since it was first introduced in a city council committee meeting earlier this month. Today is Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. I know. I was like, I don't want to mention it, but I feel like there's a sarcophagus behind you. <laughs>
1: there, There is, yeah. We bought it in the summer at the Arvada uh, Theater Company's yard sale.
0: That sounds like an amazing yard sale. Oh,
1: yeah. It was great.
0: Noelle Phillips, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thanks for having me. So we're talking about vaping today. And it had me thinking about um, the the mid-90s. I started smoking when I was 14. Um, I don't smoke anymore. But until 1997, when I was a junior in high school, it was legal for companies to use cartoons in advertising. And it really has me thinking about the targeting of kids and smoking. And I don't think that we could have anticipated what we're dealing with now. And that is kids and vaping, um, and flavored vape products. So what exactly is city council debating right now
1: with this current
0: proposal around flavored vape, flavor, flavored tobacco products?
1: Yeah, I called it a ban on the sales of flavored smoking products. Okay. Um, in my story, everybody says vaping because that's the, I guess, common term and the big thing that adv- health advocates are worried about for youth so it would ban the sales of vaping and vape juices, menthol cigarettes, flavored cigars like grape and cherry, um, hookah, tobacco. So it's really broad ban on anything that's a flavored smoking product. And it's, the bill is being brought forward by Amanda Sawyer and Debbie Ortega. And they say it's to protect children and keep young people from getting their hands on vaping, vape juice, I guess.
0: And why did Councilwoman Sawyer bring this? Why
1: is she spearheading this issue now? So she told me that last spring she got a call from her daughter's school. Her daughter was part of a text message chain Where one student on the chain was trying to buy vape supplies off of TikTok and was asking other students if they wanted in. And she had a talk with her kids and they didn't really think it was harmful. Um, She told me that they were like, well, it's just cotton candy. It tastes like cotton candy and it doesn't hurt you. And so this um, raised her mother alarms and she decided that Denver needed to ban all this stuff. George Washington High School is in my district and GW High School sent an email several weeks ago in the month of
0: September um, saying that they had had to shut down the school, which has only been in session since August 23rd, five times this year because of kids, high school kids vaping in the bathrooms, setting off the fire alarms and having to then evacuate the school, have the fire uh, company come and ensure that everything is okay. This is a major problem. Currently, it's it's already against the law in Denver to sell tobacco products to anyone under 21. Um, But obviously, kids are still getting their hands on cigarettes and vaping products and things like that. Um, What is Councilwoman Sawyer actually hoping this legislation would do?
1: Make it harder for young people to get their hands on this stuff. Um, she acknowledged that all the most of the cities in the metro area surrounding Denver would still sell this stuff, and that there would still be a black market., uh, but she said she wasn't interested in higher taxation, and for her, the best step to get it out of the hands of kids was just make it harder to get their hands on it in their neighborhoods.
0: And you mentioned higher taxation, as in that could have been an option versus mm-hmm. some sort of a ban. As sometimes we tax things higher,
1: right? Like just tax the hell out of it and then hope that it becomes cost prohibitive to use it. Okay.
0: What's interesting to me about this proposal is that it it obviously upset a lot of folks. Uh huh. Um, many people who are sort of on the same side of the issue, but they're not exactly aligned. Um, I'd love to go through. These groups and kind of their justifications for why they're against it and sort of why they're not necessarily aligned. So, you mentioned hookah and hookah lounge owners are one contingent. What are they saying about this ban?
1: So, the hookah lounges are licensed tobacco retailers, they're not regulated like bars, even though they can stay open all night. And the hookah association guy who was in California said that hookah tobacco is flavored with molasses and honey no matter what even if it's just straight tobacco it's got sweet flavor added but then they also have like peach and cherry and that stuff as fruit flavors that meant that kind of thing as well for the hookah pipes.
0: As you can see I manufacture these beautiful wood hookahs and we started in Boulder, Colorado. I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, These are three to four feet tall. You cannot vape out of them. You cannot conceal this from your parents. This is not the problem yet. We are collateral damage in the effort to protect youth from access to vaping products. I think this bill should be narrowed down to target the
1: real problem at hand. And then there's the argument that We are private lounges. Uh, We ID everyone. It's 21 and older. No children are coming in our hookah lounges. And it's a cultural thing, um, predominantly from people from the Middle East. It's where they go to unwind and meet each other and chill. And you don't need to ban us. We're not the problem.
0: You also talked to former mayor, Wellington Webb, um, who wrote an op-ed opposing the ban. Can you explain his position?
1: Yeah, so it would target... Uh, the sales of menthol cigarettes and research shows that it's like a very high percentage of black people who smoke smoke menthols because tobacco company spent years t- marketing menthol cigarettes to black people so clean so refreshing smoke cool. as cool and as clean cool. as a breath of fresh air cool. that no fresh filter cool and so he's saying this would target black communities and black people um and would give police a chance to stop minority smokers mm. although this does not outlaw the use of these products so you could go if it's outlawed in denver you could ride up to wheat ridge buy your cools come back to denver and smoke them and they're not breaking the law um but he also brought up eric garner um who was selling loose cigarettes and say, you know, a situation like that potentially could happen if somebody... But that would be illegal. It's not legal to sell loose cigarettes anyway. Um, but he's arguing, and several people were bringing up that, you know, it's targeting the black community. Because they, if they smoke in the black community, they likely smoke menthols. So it's sort of being seen <clears throat> in some capacity as
0: a social justice issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And I also think it's probably worth mentioning that Webb is currently a paid lobbyist. Well, he's not a lobbyist. He's a consultant. So he's a consultant for R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company.
1: Correct. Yes, yes. He's a consultant for R.J. Reynolds. Did you get
0: from that conversation that his comments were in in sort of insinuating Big Tobacco's position on this? Because I don't feel like they're necessarily saying anything.
1: Yeah, Big Tobacco... Um, I reached out directly to R.J. Reynolds and didn't hear back from anybody. So yeah, he I, I suppose that would be one of their arguments. But he also said that it would be ridiculous in Denver for an adult to be able to go buy marijuana and not be able to buy a menthol cigarettes if they wanted.
0: Fair point. Fair point. So then obviously there's this public health angle. But what's interesting to me is that there's people who say that... These products, like the flavored vaping products in particular, um, are actually helpful in getting folks off of, like quitting smoking cigarettes. But wouldn't non-flavored tobacco products be just as
1: good for that use? Like, yeah. So, I talked to one vape shop owner. Um, the vape shop's called Signot. Um, for not cigarettes. Oh, oh yeah. it's on West 38th and the owner, Monica Vandruska, I hope I'm getting her name right there off the top of my head, said that her husband used vapes to wean himself from a cigarette addiction and that she's never smoked cigarettes, but she occasionally vapes and enjoys the flavors. Um, And so the vape shop owners are arguing that we are a legitimate choice for a responsible adult who wants to stop smoking cigarettes and that adults like flavors too. And then, you know, she offered up an example and I tried to talk to this customer, but we just couldn't make it happen that she has a grandmother who's a customer who plays bridge once a week and everybody in the Bridge Club smokes except her, and she comes in and gets some kind of flavored fruity tobacco thing to vape with her Bridge Club ladies Um, (laughs) because she is a former smoker, doesn't anymore, and uses this as to have that smoking action at Bridge Club, which I thought was kind of an interesting story. So Monica says, you know, that lady deserves the right to smoke if she wants to. She's a responsible adult, and if she wants to vape bubblegum vape, then she should. <laughs> that's a, f- I mean, if we're talking
0: about like types of people who are smoking these, that's not our thought, who we're thinking of, right? You know, no, so, no, so that's that's fair.
1: And the health advocates say, no, there's no proven research that shows vaping is a healthy alternative to cigarettes. Now, the health advocates and like the Amanda Sawyers who are sponsoring this say, These vape pens, while they don't have the tar and charcoal that cause significant lung cancer, they're loaded in nicotine, and nicotine is terrible for an adolescent brain, that it affects child brain development. And we don't want our kids using nicotine at all. Do
0: you know if there's any data on bands like this actually working?
1: I looked for that, but it's hard because these bans are fairly new. So, like, Oakland has banned, and it was just this spring. Um, And then, let's see, Boulder banned, I think, maybe in 2019. Oh! Um, Boulder has a ban. There's no vape shops in Boulder. People said as soon as Boulder's ban went into use, like, dozens of vape shops closed overnight. Um, Wow. But also, with the pandemic, data collection... Fell apart mm. in a lot of places, so it's just, or it's just so new, there is no data, so we don't know if these are effective in curbing uh, teen use.
0: So, where does this current proposal in Denver go from here? Like, where are we legislation-wise?
1: So, it's been before the City Council Safety Committee once, and there was a huge debate, and it's going back to Safety Committee. They'll talk about it at ten a.m. Wednesday. Um, The meeting will be held in the city council chambers. I expect there to be a huge turnout and a lot of public comment on it from both sides because people are really passionate about this. And then, you know, safety committee would have to approve it and then it would have to go before the entire council. Interesting. So we're still a ways away from a sales ban in Denver.
0: Noelle, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, this has been fun. Here's what else is happening in Denver today. City Council has approved a bonus program for city employees who were vaccinated before the September 30th mandate. Nine News reports that $5 million from the city's general fund will be used to give $400 bonuses and up to $2,500 in pandemic hazard pay to city workers who complied with the COVID-19 vaccine order. But it also includes giving bonuses to people who were given religious exemption from the vaccine. Huh that's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. introduced to vaping through the tiktok i feel like every time i talk about tiktok i immediately sound 41 years old